Welcome to Health System CIO's podcast interview with Chris Paravati, CIO at Northeast Georgia Health System. I'm Kate Gamble, Managing Editor and Director of Social Media. In part two, Paravati talks about why he believes waiting rooms are the ultimate insult to patients and families, how his team is leveraging mobility technology to enhance consumer experience while also increasing staff safety, and their ongoing efforts to support strategic growth as the organization continues to expand. Also, you know, maybe from a, that patient experience, leveraging that smart TV in the room to give them uh, their care plans and what's their plan to get discharged, what are they waiting on, when someone walks in the door, present their credentials, and then leverage that television for video consults and consulting with family translation services, you know, so there's tons of ways that we can make our organization more efficient in our clinical delivery, care delivery, and create a, a patient experience that is far superior. And I, I think we probably all agree as a patient, probably the most frustrating thing to do is to wait. Yeah. And frankly, I think waiting rooms are, are the ultimate insult to every patient uh, because, you know, waiting rooms say, to me that as a patient, it's okay for you to wait on me. And right. I don't think it's a, a very good message. So we we're trying in our design to, there's always gonna be some wait, right? There's always work queuing, but to help the patient understand where they are, what are they waiting on? And you know, as they flip to an inpatient status, it's often the question, when can I go home? Or you know, when do we expect or, you know, what is my next step? And to be able to see that and to be able to um, share that with family members that are overseeing care is a big part of our, our overall design and architecture, both in the, the inpatient facilities we're building, but also even in our ambulatory clinical destinations. So probably a little bit yeah. winded, but to give you a flavor of, of yeah. where we're heading. And is this something where you you do pilot these things on a smaller scale, or what has been the strategy as far as things like the smart room technology? Uh, so it's definitely piloting. We we have some really challenging facilities that, and part of the reason why we're doing replacements and expansions and changes, you know, one pilot that we're doing is um, for staff to stress. Uh, it's the idea that you know somebody will wear a badge, and a badge has a a button on the back and you can press that if you need help. And so there's two things that we're looking for in that technology. Well, there's several things, right? One, the accuracy of where that person is, but often the technology of pressing the button and saying, I need help is not technically challenging. The technical challenging thing is finding the person who pressed the button. Yeah, sure. It's the accuracy of the floor plans. It's, am I in the first corridor or am I in a second corridor? And, you know, is there a wall separating that? And, you know, what kind of help do they need? And uh, acts of violence against our staff, particularly in in sensitive areas like the emergency room, uh, is on the increase. And so protecting our staff is a really high priority for us. So we're looking at not just the RFID technology, but the accuracy and then, you know, how do we deploy that, right? So it's not helpful for me to know where you are on a, on a workstation. 
that doesn't, I can't sit in front of a workstation and respond to that. I need a mobile platform that's dynamic, that gives me turn by turn to find you and to find, you know, and to find you in the most expeditious way. I also need that technology to alert the person that's closest. So you start, start adding some layers to this and, and you quickly realize, you know, in that example, you know, that same type of information would be really important for wayfinding. Yeah. Right? So yeah. how do we provide wayfinding for, for patients and families? And then, you know, there's public corridors that I want you to utilize in wayfinding, but there's other, there's other hallways and passageways and doors and stairs that you as a patient or, or a family member or public don't have access to that I need to leverage for those things like transport and uh, distress and rounding. And so all these things start to become pretty complex. And so, you know, from a technology perspective, you got to be thinking uh, about what is the technology to track and find and map and, and how do I support it, right? I don't want to support a network just for, for RTLS because I'm also supporting a Wi-Fi network. I'm also supporting a structured network. So how do I leverage and consolidate and simplify the technology and architecture to support all that capability? So, you know, mobility continues to be and will be a key piece of technology to, to support all these functions. And we've, we've invested a lot in our, our mobile technology for our staff and will continue to do so. Yeah. With a lot of what you're talking about and really making sure that the technology works, but that the support is there, um, it, it seems like this is this is really kind of a big part of it is having that culture in place where the old saying that technology isn't being done to people, right. but, it, but it seems like that really is so important. And, you know, I think when I say this out loud, a lot of times people kind of look at me twice or sometimes they look at me like, duh. But, you know, we're a technology company, mm-hmm. you know, and that on the surface sounds benign, but in, in, in a very big way that changes our, our mindset. We are completely dependent on, on digital solutions and technology to run our organization. And so leveraging that as an asset and really being thoughtful about how it's shaping our, our patient experience and our employees' experiences is paramount, and it will continue to be. And it's not just how do you implement it and get some nifty, cool technology, but how do you support it and how do you provide stability so that you can grow upon that, you know, and it becomes a, a capability that you can continue to evolve from. That's yeah, probably, probably about as media as you want to get Yeah. <laughs> before I geek out on you. No, it's it's so important. I mean, we saw technology being put in at absolutely astounding rates, and uh, there's so much more that goes along with that that can't get uh, lost in the shuffle. Well, exactly. And, you know, I mean, everything you deploy has got to be upgraded and supported and replaced eventually. So how how are you accounting for that in that, that overall life cycle? Yeah. Yeah. And one of the other uh, items I had seen was that uh, the organization went live with Workday. So I imagine that that's been a, a really big move as well, but just kind of working towards the ultimate goals of that you need in place to be a technology organization. Yeah. And I, you know, that 
Workday implementation certainly brought a lot of new capabilities. It's still very fresh. Like any ERP implementation, I think it takes you about a year to go through your whole go live life cycle because you got month end and quarterlies and year end and you know annual enrollment and annual evaluations and assessments. I mean, it's like each one of these things are new things, right? Because it's new in Workday. But overall, it's gone really well. And I, I think, you know, another example of how we're adding to our portfolio of mobility. Yeah. You know, and that, that's been a big, a big satisfier for our employees. Yeah. And now as, as you look to uh, 2023, what would you consider to be really one of the core objectives for the team? Oh my gosh. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, I'm sure. You know, there's certainly continuing to refresh our technologies and, and make big improvements. And, you know, the same trends that you hear across the organization are priorities for us. Uh, multi-cloud migration, including, you know, a lot of our large systems, including Epic, migrating of the cloud, improving business continuity, leveraging the cloud, improving security posture, cybersecurity continues to be a big component. As you might imagine, um, our mobility strategy continues to be a big part of our technology deployment, really bring to the workplace what we have come to expect in a consumer world around um, leveraging our smartphones and really bringing that uh, into day-to-day operations you know, also supporting all of our strategic growth, you know, lots of new facilities and entities, not just expanding or extending what we already have in our portfolio, but really looking at taking the opportunity to you know, test new technologies, implement new things, and then bring them back to the, you know, our other existing facilities. And, you know, and of course, like everybody else, you know, it's continuing to refine and improve our analytics really in a space of uh, machine learning, AI, and and I'd say lastly, just our, our continued focus around population health, you know, because as you, you look at all this market growth and you, know, you see a lot of construction and facilities, it's also being in tune to, you know, how care delivery is changing. And, and we do believe that population health is a, um, the road to value-based care is an important part of us providing a better care and more effective delivery to our patients. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to do all this without burning your staff out. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's certainly, uh, you talk about changes, you know, COVID has, has definitely changed our staffing, you know, forever. Like most yeah. people. Yeah. That's something that's really, as you know, a challenge everywhere. There's always more to talk about. I could definitely oh, talk yeah. to you more. Yeah, we could we could <laughs> go from to... <laughs> one topic to the next, right? Yeah, but I, I know I should let you go. But um, thanks so much. I really appreciate it, and yeah. I, I really think that you've touched on a lot of what people are focusing on with that. You know, the balance with patient experience, and you guys are doing good work. Well, thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this podcast from HealthSystemCIO.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at HealthSystemCIO.com backslash podcast.